Ladies, gentlemen, and variations thereupon, hello and welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling podcast where a group of chums come together, solve a homemade audio escape room, and then bugger off to the pub for a pint and a bit of a chat. In case you're not familiar with how we work, uh, think of it as a mix between point-and-click adventures of yesteryear like Monkey Island, with a sprinkling of D&D RPG, obviously escape rooms, as is the name, and a hefty dose of a bunch of drunken idiots fighting over the last remaining shot. Every week, one of us will present a part of the infinite escape room, while the others will try to solve it. If they don't do it within the time given to them, horrible things will happen, usually in the genital area. My name's Jamie, I'm your host and puzzle master for this evening, and I recently won an online award for Beard of the Year, when a photo of my ass was accidentally shared publicly on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> and locked in with me today are a duo of dynamic detectives. Hello, I'm Dom, and I once um, won over £17 at the ferret races, um, entirely in 20ps. How many 20ps is that? Um, I can't remember. I'm not sure I actually got it in 20p's, but it was, uh, it was 20p a bet. So all of the winnings came from 20p's. It may be that they changed it into pounds for me before they gave it to me. But yeah, I, I, um, I picked the winning beast on sort of six races consecutively, I think. Now by ferret races, is this like down a trouser leg kind of deal? Uh, no, no, down, down, a, down, a, down a racetrack, drag racing, but instead of men in cars, it's, um... So the ferrets were in drag? Ferrets. I was going to say rodents, but they're not rodents, are they? Oh, Ben, have you got your fact? He no. Does, he doesn't look no, like he's it, got his fact. <laughs> this is what parenthood does, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm... In your brain. I just about remembered that we don't have an alcoholic drink at this point, so I've just got a cup of tea. Oh, you, you can have whatever you like, Ben. <laughs> Can I, can I? Can I? Can we circle back? And I'll, 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 I'll say. Um, and I'm Ben Levy Griffiths, and I have no fact. And then I'll think of a fact. And we'll come back. We'll come back a bit later. Cool. But that I'll means just... that throughout the rest of it, you're you're only going to be giving me half of your brain to help me with this puzzle. Because the other half's going to be thinking <laughs> something about the beach, maybe. That could <laughs> no, be funny. No, Dom. I'll be giving you about a a a twentieth of my brain to <laughs> parenting, <laughs> and then. <laughs> There'll be a little bit of this trying to think of a fact. <laughs> right, no, note for editing, Jamie. Cut in Ben fact here. Uh, and again, me and Dom will just react as if it's you've said something profound. And I'm Ben Leigh Griffiths, and I once uh, was for hire an illicit ferret racer um, that once uh, <laughs> raced at a uh, racetrack that had a, uh, a spare change problem. Uh-huh. that's good uh-huh, yeah. oh yeah mm. I, can't, I can't believe that you managed to get arrested that many times well you know and it's, did. And it's technically legal as well that's the crazy thing <laughs> only in certain countries it's about how you do it I suppose <laughs> I love it but whatever it is you're going to say Ben is going to be gold <laughs> arresting but legal <laughs> At least you're making it contextual. <laughs> I was going to say, I would have gone with a complete non sequitur. I would have said whatever I could to make none of that make any sense. Uh, of course, uh, listeners of the internet, uh, this show would not be possible uh, if not for the continued financial support of a growing list of concerning companies and startups that would make even Lord Sugar blush. And this week's no different because this episode of The Infinite Escape Room is sponsored by Uber Getaway. Picture the scene. 
It's your first day in a city you've never been before, breathing in the sights, the smells, the sounds. Suddenly a car pulls up and a friendly driver calls your name. You smile and wave before pulling your balaclava back over your face as the wail of sirens grows louder. 30 seconds later, you and your driver are hightailing it across the border with a suitcase full of gold bars while Johnny Lawman eats your dust. Too good to be true, right? Well, not anymore. Uber Getaway is the perfect solution for those aspiring criminals who feel held back by the final piece of the puzzle, the getaway driver. Their award-winning vetting process ensures that only the most experienced and hard cartel members are matched to your specific needs. They guarantee that each driver has done at least 10 years behind bars and they will ride like the wind to ensure they don't ride the lightning. And it's not just for bank robberies. Uber Getaway can also be used for a swift exit for an extramarital triste when the spouse suddenly returns home. It'll even carry you across state lines to receive necessary medical care, free of charge. And don't worry about the whole snitches get stitches thing because discretion is paramount. Uber Getaway. Crime doesn't pay, but aiding and abetting certainly does. <laughs> also of course this podcast wouldn't be possible if not for the love and support of our wonderful army of patrons you keep us off the streets and on the air and this week's episode is brought to you by colin walker jen mcphillamy robert hempel helen bailey and rebecca gerard thank you all so much for your continued support i'm always astounded that you keep throwing coppers into our hat so that we can keep doing these weird shenanigans so gentlemen i must ask you are you ready to enter the Infinite Escape Room. Indubitably. Aye, aye, Captain. Let's enter the Infinite Escape Room. Last time. After barely escaping with your life from the feared and scaly clutches of the Fish Reich, you found yourself suddenly swept up onto land via a jet of human effluent. You land on the shores of none other than Margate Wastewater Treatment Plant, and, dripping with raw excrement, you head to a small steel ladder attached to a concrete pillar and begin to ascend. At the top of the ladder is a small hatch, and as you enter, you see that you're inside the business end of the treatment plant. You look around in hope to see a change of clothes, or at least a squeegee in a damp cloth, when a voice crackles over the tannoy. All up me old fucking china plates, how you doing? I'm guessing you're the sacrifices uh, the acolytes the boss men sent for, yeah? Lovely jubbly. Everything's ready for you. Boss men popped out for half an hour to get some new keys cut, and then we can get cracking. Finally, us cockneys will have some cosmic firepower on our side. Anyways, I'm off down a rubber duck. I'll come back when the dreamers are woken to lay waste to the mortal realms and paint the cosmos in blood. <laughs> Ta! You appear to be in a central circular area. Ahead of you is the foreman's office. To your left are a series of industrial pipes. To your right is a waste treatment tank. And behind you is a decontamination area. Your time starts now. What would you like to do? So... We're in a we're in a poo poo plant. Uh, people here seem to be intent on raising Cthulhu, and we want to leave before that happens. That's about the long and short of it. Cool. What uh, what do you reckon? Uh, first on, um, I mean, the foreman's office is dead ahead of us and is bound to have lots of useful clues in it. So let's go to the left and look at those pipes. I was thinking the pipes. Yeah, <laughs> certainly. Uh, so on the west wall is an arrangement of four pipes of different colours snaking from the ceiling down to the floor. And there are also four valves in front of the pipes uh, that are all labelled. 
The valve in front of the red pipe is called sedimentation. In front of the black pipe is aerobic treatment. In front of the blue pipe is debris screen. And in front of the orange pipe is grit removal. And I'll put those in the chat. Okay, so we've got red um, sedimentation, black um, aerobic aerobics, um, blue is the debris screen, and orange is grit removal. Is that correct? That is correct. Um, and the the valves are they like um, a handle that we can um, uh, rotate, or is it like a little uh, little sort of steering wheel doohickey? Yeah, it's like it's like the steering wheel. So you can turn it round and you can just turn them round and round and round. Nice. Is it a lefty loosey, righty tighty? You can you can turn it, turn it. There's no tight or looseness to it. Uh, when you try to turn the black valve, um, it doesn't move. It that that one is sort of too tight to shift. So the aerobic treatment doesn't move. So my guess is it's either stuck or locked. Does it look like it's locked in any fashion? Uh, as far as you can tell, no. It's just stuck. Okay, so hopefully I can find a wrench or some oil. Uh, should we have a look at the decontamination uh, place, chamber? Yeah. Sure. There's a set of sliding glass doors into the decontamination area. As you enter, they close behind you with a whoosh to seal the room. Uh, It looks like the place hasn't been cleaned in a while. Uh, Inside, you can see a couple of lockers, uh, a shower, uh, a long section of PVC piping, and an oversized cast iron spanner. The piping, is that um, sort of affixed to the wall, or is that just sort of, you know, can we pick it up? Yeah, it's loose on the floor. Uh, You can just pick it up. So, So the decontamination area is filthy. Is that what you... Yeah. Weirdly. Uh, looks like this place hasn't really been used, like, well. I thought Margate had been gentrified. <laughs> Not the wastewater treatment plant, it ain't. <laughs> the, co- the cockneys have taken over. <laughs> well, so you said there was a there was a big old industrial spanner, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to pick that up and, and put it down a trouser leg for when we get back to those those valves. Sure. You now look like you could compete in a ferret race. <laughs> does it does it complete the uh, the, the length uh, quicker than a ferret? <laughs> I have very tight socks. <laughs> it looks very impressive. I, I look very pleased to be here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, um, can we double check the lockers? Are they are they are they locked? Uh, the lockers aren't. They don't appear to be locked at all. Uh, they have the names of the owners on the front. So two of the lockers belong to Jim and Jackie Piper. Uh, each of those contains a skin-tight hazmat suit and a face mask, uh, jelly deals, and a packet of polos. There's one that belongs to Howard Phillips, and you see some DVDs with a Blockbuster logo uh, on them. I'll put those DVDs in the chat. And if someone could read those out for the audience, that would be great. Okay, so we have uh, The uh, Million Dollar Baby starring uh, Hilary Swank and Clint Eastwood. We have The Game of Death starring Bruce Lee and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Mean Girl starring Lindsay Lohan and Tina Fey. The Super Mario Brothers movie starring Jack Black and Chris Pratt. Transformers starring Megan Fox and... Uh, Shia LaBeouf. Thank you, Dom. <laughs> uh, Meet Joe Black, starring Brad Pitt and Anthony Hopkins. The word pit has been crossed out and replaced with shit. So Sorry, uh, Joe Black, starring Brad Shit and Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> I'm not sure was... what to do with this in terms of it being clues. I mean, I doubt it's about spelling, because I don't think that's how Lindsay Lohan spelt. 
And also, why is it the Super Mario Brothers movie, why is it the bad one rather than the, the, the classic that everybody loves because it's amazing? Um, yeah, the classic is a classic for a reason. Whose locker was this in? Uh, that was in uh, Howard Phillips's locker. Could we also just get a recap of the previous locker owners and contents? Yeah, so there's uh, Jim and Jackie Piper. They've got uh, a skin-tight hazmat suit, face mask, jelly deals, and a packet of polos. Okay. Nice. Yeah, I don't really know what to do with any of that at the moment. No. I mean, Howard Phillips, that's the... I think that's the first two names of that that precede Lovecraft, which could be um, related due to the, the, the cultish stuff going on. Possibly. Maybe. Uh, we've had a... Look at everything, I think, uh, in the decontamination room, aside from the showers. Can we check the showers out? Uh, Yep, so you turn the shower on, some clean water runs down, and you're able to wash a good amount of the excrement off your clothes. Oh, nice. I forgot that... um, Just our clothes? Is it still on our skin and hair? It sort of sits on you for a bit, and you sort of forget about it. (laughs) Okay, so that hasn't soaked in at this point. (laughs) Just get used to it. We are not locked in the decontamination room, are we? I know that the door's closed. Presumably we can um, exit. Yep, you can get back out again. The the door's open, they slide open, and you can exit. Fine. Fantastic. Uh, Dom, how about we uh, go look at something else? Yeah, let's go look at the the poo tank. Delicious. Uh, Yeah, so the treatment tank is currently full of still dark water. Uh, There's quite an unpleasant smell coming from it. And you can see a few floaty bits, like a chunky soup. And there's a little sign on the guardrail that says tank. Okay. I personally prefer my dark water to be be sparkling. (laughs) Tank. Okay. Just T-A-N-K. Just, I I know that is how you conventionally spell tank, but... um... Yeah, well, as opposed to thank you very much. (laughs) Uh, Should we go look at the um, the foreman's office then? I don't know what we're going to get from... Fantastic. Chunky soup. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so you walk up the steps to the foreman's office and you find that the door is locked. There is a standard sort of keyhole below the door handle uh, and stuck to the door is a hastily scrawled note that I will put into the chat for you. And if one of you could describe what you are seeing for the listeners. Once it loads, because my connection is trash right now. Hey, Dom. Uh... I don't really want to look at that note. Would you mind reading and describing it to me, please? With pleasure. So um, it's somehow pinned to the door with a paperclip, which I can only assume has been embedded into the wood itself. Um, I'm pretty sure that wood's magnetic. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, it's it's metallic wood, yeah. Iron wood. Um, At the the top of the note, um, we've got... um, Directional arrows telling us which way to turn something, perhaps. Uh, From left to right, they are blue with a number two. Um, Orange. um, Oh, blue pointing to the uh, anti-clockwise with a number two. Orange clockwise with with a half. A darker orange that perhaps could be said to be a red, but is in fact a darker orange, um, which is clockwise with a one. And a black, which is anti-clockwise with a quarter. Beneath those symbols, beneath those symbols, um, there is um, there is uh, there there are some some words and notes that um, 
is, I suppose, written phonetically, but I'm going to try and read it with without any kind of accent creeping in. Dropped me facking Bruce in the bloody Hillary, didn't I? I ain't getting that while it's full of Brad. Sod it. I'll get a new one cut. I'll finish the sigil when the sacrifice is crossed out and corrected to read acolytes. Get here. Okay, so so there's a key in the poo tank. We know that much. Yeah, because so we know that the foreman's gone off to get new keys cut. That was a bit of information earlier. Now, if you just ignore every word in here that isn't a normal word. Um, <laughs> so Brad uh, presumably means um, effluent, liquid effluent. Um, uh, oh, Hillary Swank. Okay, there we go. This is this is why we got the DVD. So Hillary Swank tank is the is the tank. Um, Bruce Lee key. Um, I was, I skipped a whole stage here, uh, full, of, <laughs> full of Brad Pitt shit. So dropped, um, dropped the key in the tank, not getting out while it's full of shit, get a new one cut and that's where he's gone. So the key to the foreman's office is in the bottom of the poo tank. And hopefully those symbols help us drain said poo tank. Although what do we need the pipes for? Well, we can decontaminate afterwards if it goes wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Do you think that uh so so we've got um Bruce Lee Key, we've got uh Hillary, Hillary Swank Tank and uh, yep. Brad Pitt shit. Uh, do you think that the at the moment I'm thinking that the movies that they're in are um or, or their co-stars are currently not uh useful for anything? Not that I'm seeing. No. So do we think we better heed these instructions and head over to the pipes and um, do as they say? Yes. Is that the order they are left to right? No, it's not. So they need to be done in order as well, presumably. Blue, uh, I would say yes, because presumably debris. Um, de- uh, so debris is blue. and So it, on, the, on the note, we've got blue, orange, red, and black. However... The pipes were red, black, blue, and orange. Um, blue is debris, which I would say is probably quite big. Orange is then grit, which is a bit smaller. Um, red is sedimentation, which is smaller again. And uh, black is um, the uh, aerobic treatment. So, so I would run, say... Running air through it. Yeah, I would say that we do it in the order that it says there. Um, so, Jamie, could we... Um, Mm-hmm. Please head over to the pipes and uh, spin the blue valve round uh, twice, two times, uh, anti-clockwise. Uh, yeah, you do that and you hear a, a sort of whoosh from the pipes. Wonderful. Uh, could we then, uh, with the orange... Wait, so first, sorry, uh, right. Ben, can I run and while, while Ben's uh, turning valves, can I run back across the room and peer into the tank to see if anything's changing in there? Uh, yeah. You you peer into the tank, and it seems that some of the chunky bits have have been filtered out. Nice. Okay. Oh, nice. but hopefully not the key. I mean, if you've got a waste treatment plant and it leaves a large piece of metal in it, then I think your waste treatment plant isn't very efficient. Well, this is taken over by Cockneys. Anything's possible. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 
Uh, could we then go to the orange pipe, please? And uh, the uh, we'll spin that clockwise by half a turn. Uh, yep. So you do that. You hear another from the pipes, and you see some of the smaller chunky bits uh, disappear from the tank. Fantastic. Uh, then the red pipe, please. Could we turn that uh, one spin to the uh, to, to, to the clockwise? Uh, yeah, you do that. You hear another from the pipe, and Dom, you see that most of the the floatiness has gone. The the water seems to be chunk free, but still quite murky and dirty. Okay. Now, um, Dom, did you want to um, change places so you can extract that tool from your trousers? Yes, I, I walk across <laughs> like a scarecrow <laughs> and, um, uh, and whip it out. And then, um, then the spanner comes out afterwards. Yes, yeah, exactly. I, I pull out my wrench and then I get the industrial spanner out. Conking a few balls on the way. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'm going to try and turn... Ah, how am I even going to tell what a quarter is? I guess I'll put my thumb on one point. I hate doing it. It's the same as whenever well, I have to turn off the stopcock underneath the sink. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, one half turn, and I turn it, I'm like, how far was that? I place the wrench so it's like standing at 12 o'clock, and then you just uh, uh, spin it uh, to 9 o'clock. To 9 o'clock, yeah, okay, I'll try that. I uh, I put the spanner on at, uh, at 12 o'clock and then go back to 9 o'clock on the 12-hour clock. Uh, sure. So you get the spanner, you turn the, the valve. Uh, it does slowly start to turn that quarter turn. And as you do, you hear another pshhh. And uh, Ben, as you're over in looking at the treatment tank, <clears throat> the water does appear to have been treated. Um, I wouldn't say it's drinkable, but it's definitely not contaminated with sewage anymore. Uh, now that the water is a little clearer, you can see a short ladder uh, on the side of the tank that does go down into the water. Okay, well, we've got... Um... We've got a skin tight hazmat suit and a face mask. So um I I well I'm thinking the face mask, Jamie, is that um can I just clarify, is that like a like a paper COVID mask? Or is that like um a breathing apparatus or, or, or what? It's um it's like the mask that a scuba diver would wear, like goggles. Okay. Okay. I don't okay. I'm, so I'm, I'm, making, I'm making the motions with my hands to cover my eyes and you can't fucking see me. And nobody can, but I'm doing it. No. <laughs> Okay, we'll believe nice. you. Cool, cool. That's, it's just important because I, I assumed it was like a, like a like a COVID mask. I see. I I was picturing a, a, um, a hazmat a Frankenstein mask. Yeah. Oh, yeah, nice. <laughs> okay. Well, that's that's gonna be easier because I was going to suggest that you might need to use the PVC pipe as a breathing apparatus. Yeah, I still don't know where that comes in or why we've got people called Piper. Um, that could all just be obfuscation. But we could put the polos into the water so it's slightly less unpleasant. We should look out for um, red dots of light because um, maybe it's uh, maybe it's uh, Jackie Piper Sniper. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Oh, s- speaking of looking out for, actually, while Ben gets dressed, because I've decided he's going into the poo water. Yes. Um, so the foreman mentioned finishing a sigil. I notice we're in a circular area. If I look at the floor of this circular room, mm-hmm. has anything already started to be marked out there? Uh, you can't see any markings other than like scuff marks and streaks of poo. Nice. Okay, so nothing that we didn't bring in with us. No. Okay. No. Uh, most of that's yours. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about streaking. Uh... <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> I bet you, you've, you've de-robed. You've got the skin-tight suit on. That I do. And, uh, Does it feel like you're wearing nothing at all? <laughs> Stupid sexy Ben. <laughs> um, right, so yeah, you've got the skin-tight hazmat suit. You've got the goggles. Uh, you do. You put them on and you descend into the depths. Um, fuck it, why not? You'll do it like a scuba diver backwards into the water. Uh, you, oh, fuck the ladder, yeah. You um, so you, you do swim down, uh, but you can't quite make it to the bottom before you have to come back up for air. Uh, okay, I, so I come back up and shout to Dom, could he fetch me the PVC piping, please? Uh, yes, I um, I I hurry off, hurry off to do so. Superb. Um, do you hurry back? How is this? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I well, I just back. said I went, I went off to do so. I didn't say I actually did it yet. Because when I get there, I think, uh, are there any connecting bits for this? Because how are we going to hold pipes together in an airtight way? Well, my thinking was, is that it was just a single length of PVC pipe. And I was going to do what uh, what Robin Hood does in Disney Robin Hood with the reed towards the end of the film. Nice. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, so you, you grab that, that section of PVC pipe and you descend into the tank using the pipe for air, exactly how I imagined it, using that exact same reference as well. Um, <laughs> as, you, as you swim down, you see the glint of metal on the floor of the tank. You reach down and grab it and return to the surface with a key. Hey. Nice. Poo key. I didn't really think of a pun for it. You have a key that smells vaguely of shit. <laughs> If it was uh, if it was a key that was like that looked like a series of O's, it would be the Ookie Pookie. <laughs> <laughs> Save it for your bullshit fact, then. <laughs> Keep your pun power for that. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't think of any Pookie puns. No, uh, take me. It takes me longer than than it does Ben. <laughs> I don't have as much. Uh, I have too much fiber in my diet. Um, <laughs> Listeners, write in with a good Pookie pun. <laughs> Uh, I guess uh, the the key will uh, open the foreman's office. Uh, You can certainly try. Um, So you shake off the last drops of poop water from the key and turn it into the lock, uh, which clicks open to reveal a rather dishevelled looking office. Uh, The desk has hastily been moved against one wall to make way for a huge set of symbols that have been painted in ash on the floor. Directly opposite the entrance to the office is a glass door that leads out directly to a walkway. Um, are the, the symbols are they like hi hats or? Um... <laughs> uh, there's a base. There's a snare. This guy, like, this is how you're going to summon Cthulhu with a fucking tasty jam, um, <laughs> made of ash as well. It's really it's so ash. Oh, ash wood. <laughs> the drums are made of ash. I see. I think they're normally uh... old or you, but uh, ash wood. <laughs> Um, so you do examine the singes on the floor and you see that there is a large uh, circle that's been painted in ash. Um, uh, I will give you in uh, the little cheeky little thing in the chat. Um, oh, it's loaded quicker this time. Uh, if one of you could describe what you were seeing, please. Oh, crikey. Um, so there's a, um, a a large circle with um, at least one star in there, plus, um, well, a, a whole lot of other crisscross of shapes. Um so there's a, there's a circle around the circle. Uh, it says, to stop the ritual, the stars must be right. Uh, Tina's opposite, Chris's nemesis, Megan's undoing. Um, and then within, within the circle, as I said, there's, a, there's at least a star plus another other number of lines. We have um, six circles. Um, uh, each circle ha- is, has a large blank circle. 
uh, coupled with a smaller circle with a symbol in. So in the sort of upper right of the main circle, we have um, a small circle that looks like it has a cat inside it. Um, could be a long ship. <laughs> could be a long ship. It could be, yeah. Um, the uh, to, uh, sort of the nine o'clock position. Uh, it, uh, it, it, it is has... a cat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> In the in the nine o'clock position, we have um, well, it, it looks like uh, someone's sort of got a, a bloody eye, you know, when all your veins sort of um, it's a pair of slippers, isn't it? But it, it a pair of slippers? <laughs> no, at the nine o'clock position, the one on the left. Oh, sorry, I was looking. Um, yes, it, okay, yeah. It could be a spider, uh, or a, or a, a, a sun. Could be a sun, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I will. I will put you at your misery. It is. A, it is the sun. These cockneys aren't very nice. Okay, okay. Wonderful. <laughs> and then uh, yes, yeah, the sort of the six o'clock position. Then it's the pair of have, uh, a pair of slippers with yeah. um, uh, sort of dangly bits on the the the, the, Fa- of the foot. Uh, fancy slippers. Yeah, fancy slippers. Yeah. <laughs> Alternatively, they may be a pair of padlocks, but I, I think they're probably slippers, the kind that you actually get when you go to like the spa, or a pair of eyes. Where and the guy's just really done with this shit. <laughs> oh, like the lobster in uh, in um, SpongeBob. It looks like those. Uh, yes, yeah. yes, exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> See, now that I've seen these drawings with fresh eyes, that's exactly. It's it's Mr. Krabs from. Others <laughs> is what? Um, yeah, it is. It is a pair of padlocks. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we've got a cat. We've got a son. We've got padlocks. So Megan's undoing. So that's most likely to be a cat because you always undo a cat. Stop the ritual. The stars must be right. So, so we do have stars in the sigil. We we have two stars in there. Yeah, two going pentagrams. By, uh, Actually, no, we don't. Hold on. Well, I'm just thinking. So before yes, we, we had we had some names. We had we had Bruce, Hillary, and Brad, and they were all rhyming slang based on the last name. Um. Mm-hmm. And so I'm wondering. Oh, whether, of course. So we've got uh, Tina Fey, uh, Chris Pratt, and Megan. Who's, who's so, Megan that we had? Uh, Megan Fox. <clears throat> yes. So Megan Fox would be the padlocks. Chris Pratt will be the son, and Tina Fey. No, <laughs> probably not actually. Chris Pratt will be the cat. <laughs> Tina Fey will be the sunny day. Day. Sun represents oh, day as opposed to night. But, but right? if it's if it's opposite, right? So it might be night. Stars must be right. Tina's opposite. Chris's nemesis. Or moon. Maybe it's maybe, Tina Fey day. So it's it's night. I don't know. <laughs> but but the rhyming words do. I mean, Megan Fox works with locks or or padlocks. Chris Pratt works with cat. Tina Fey works with day, but stars must be right. But then that, yeah, what's the Tina's opposite would be night. Chris's nemesis would be a dog, and Megan's undoing would be a key. So, uh, Jamie, uh, night dog key, uh, or 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 moon maybe because it's sun and 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 moon. Yeah, Um, the 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 red markings in the circle, um, they're red. Presumably, did you say they were made of uh, marked with blood? Let's let's say that's red ash, red ash. Excellent. Uh, do we do, do we spy any red ash? <clears throat> um, you can't see any any spare ash on the floor. Um, 
what you've got is you've got your uh, the main floor of the office. You've got um, a door opposite that leads onto a walkway, and then you've got the desk that's been slammed against the wall to make space for the for the sigil. Can we, can we check the desk for any drawers? Uh, yeah, so the desk is, is a bit of a mess. Who keeps drawers um, in their desk? Only the best people, because you never know when you might have a pants accident. <laughs> um, the, so yeah, the desk is a bit of a mess. It's like discarded newspapers. There's arcane scribblings. There's lot, like, quite a lot of stubbed out cigarettes as well. And uh, there's this one slightly bit of singed paper that does catch your eye, which will be your final handout, if uh, you could describe it, please, for the audience. Dom, would you like to uh, do those? Yeah, I always get the fun ones, don't I? So <laughs> they look kind of like um, wax batik. Uh, you've got a, a scrap of extremely thick paper, perhaps canvas, um, and then what looks kind of like uh, constellations made of, of blood and blood clots. Um, at the top left, we have um, four points coming together to make a chevron in the top center. We have uh, how many points that is? Ten points, making a distinctly key-shaped shape. Um, on the top right, we have a lot of points, making, uh, judging by Jamie's previous drawings, a picture of a cat. Um, could also be a raining cloud. Um, bottom left, we have uh, a bow tie. I think. I think. <laughs> yeah, a bow tie from a from a jaunty angle. <laughs> Um, or or a fish um in the in the center we have a videotape um hanging from a piece of string and to the right it's um a very happy horse (laughs) that's beautiful the only thing worse than uh, my connection is my drawing skills (laughs) so we've got a chevron key rain cloud fish house and i'm I'm going to say dog. Yeah. Okay. Rather than Chevron, might I, uh, might I perhaps uh, suggest moon, like a crescent moon? Maybe. I was going with the rain cloud being the opposite of sunny. Ah, yes. But then in that case, I don't know what the Chevron is supposed to actually Or indeed re- what the uh, reference to Tina Fey would be. Well, if Tina Fey was day. Oh, no. Oh yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, you're you're right. Yeah, okay. The chevron may be a moon, but guys, if you ever see the moon looking like that, then it's too late. Cthulhu has been summoned. <laughs> Similar with the dog, to be honest. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, the key's pretty spot on. I think he's done a very good job. Uh, <laughs> based on how he limited himself to you know um straight lines um everything going dot to dot a minimum of dots possible and no concept of what these things actually look like <laughs> look <laughs> you try drawing <laughs> constellations in your own blood and come back to me and tell me <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how i spend my free time we went through several cockneys to give you this handout <laughs> you still haven't sorry uh, we still haven't found anything to like draw these in have we oh of course. Like um, all of... you found on those desks is like papers and loads of stubbed out cigarettes and that sort of uh, parchment oh so we can use the the fag ends right it's all oh, drawn yes. in ash each each fag end is uh, uh, a DIY crayon to, to all of our American listeners a fag end is a cigarette butt is what we call them in Britain 
Oh yeah, sorry. Uh, and by butt, we don't mean Fanny. Don't 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 cancel us. <laughs> I don't want to put hate crime on my bingo card for twenty twenty four. Um, well, I don't know. We could do a whole escape room about you know escape the cancellation. You have to do an apology and then take down the apology and apologize for the apology and so forth. <laughs> it could be a whole thing. We've got a whole arc ahead of us. <laughs> Good marketing stunt. <laughs> We could get Ben Shapiro on as a guest, though. <laughs> okay, so we've got a uh, so we've got a cat. So that's so the cat's presumably um, the the earless dog. Yeah. So should we uh, should the we mark greyhound. out? Should, should we mark out with uh, some uh, cigarette ash? A dog in the sort of larger circle at approximately half uh, two o'clock. Yeah, should we try and I suppose it it says the stars have to align, so we can't draw a better dog. It has to be the same constellation. <laughs> it has to be exactly it? the same exactly the same quality. That. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, and it just kills you inside when you do it, just a little. <laughs> yes. So I can't. No, there's got to be more stars around. Why couldn't I just do an ear? Just within the nearest star could be an ear. What kind of a dog doesn't have ears? <laughs> okay. So I I will draw a dog, and then we've got the key for the opposite of the. Wait, is it opposite of the locks? Opposite of the padlocks. Oh, Meg- uh, Megan's at, undoing. Yes, that will be at approximately seven o'clock. And then are okay. we saying that we'll mark out the the, the, uh, the moon for the one at nine o'clock? Yeah, because it has to be day, doesn't it? I think uh, so. Otherwise it doesn't yeah. rhyme with Faye. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, so we'll put, uh, a, we'll okay. put a, a, a sun into that nine o'clock one, please. Sorry, Dom. I forgive you this time. Okay, so you've got dog, key, and moon in those spaces, yeah? Yes. You're saying it's a moon then. Do we, is that confirmed? The chevron is indeed a moon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a celestial boomerang, if you will. <laughs> I suppose it does kind of behave like that. <laughs> for, for, you know, look, standing on the earth looking up. Wait, hold on. Why are we doing this? This is just going to complete the, the ritual. No, to stop the ritual. Ah, right. Okay, good. <laughs> cool. Um, for some reason, for some reason, that it has the weirdest sort of um, safety cutout feature. This, this, this <laughs> it's built into the. Um, it's not a button that you press or just you know, like scratch, scratch all the uh, the ashtray. No, you have to say precisely <laughs> put the right symbols in the right place to stop but the ritual. Is that you have to do the ritual. Is that he's written the stop things? Into his magic circle, in a font, painstakingly with ash, he's written the uh, the failsafe all the way around his own his own magic circle. Absolutely, I mean, I think personally that uh, despite the constellations, the uh, the penmanship on that uh, <laughs> on each letter, every single O is the same. It's- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's he's missed a career as a sign writer, isn't he? It is. It is slightly. Uh, I, I. I think it's generally correct to say uh, Chris is with just an apostrophe, uh, but but uh, yeah, I can't complain about the ritual. <laughs> oh right, the, cool. The so, uh, yeah, I, I read it as Chris's nemesis. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're locking in uh, dog, key, and moon. Correct. Yes. Going clockwise. Okay. Yes. Cool. So using the ash from those uh, stubborn cigarettes, you draw the three constellations into the blank spaces in the sigil. Suddenly, the whole symbol illuminates and lightning flashes outside. Um, One of you glances down at the star chart to see the words 
This Way Up written upside down on the back of the page. Realising that you've performed the ritual upside down, you run out onto the walkway to see if it's still held and the spawn of the stars remains asleep. One by one, each of the stars begins to blink out of existence, and the sea below you starts to boil and churn. Lightning flashed against a cloudless sky. You feel the whole treatment plant <clears throat> begin to violently lurch as a large dark shape emerges from the depths below. A gargantuan, tentacled monstrosity rises out of the sea, its ageless eyes unblinking and boring into your soul. You would be utterly petrified, driven completely mad by this eldritch sight, were it not for the fact that this particular elder god is wearing a flat cap, has a push broom moustache, is holding a balm cake and every tentacle is covered in gravy. Without opening its mouth, it speaks to you in every language all at once. Hey, you chaps, why you fucking southern fairies disturbing our fucking sleep, eh? Got a five millennia fucking piece around here, but that's some cosmic dog shark trying to summon you. Right, it's a god with you. <laughs> Cthulhu opens his gaping maw, and you feel like you're being lifted towards it. Like a combination of a tractor beam and Pennywise's deadlights, you can't help but be swept into the inky blackness within, glittering with starlight. Should have brought the polos. <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> and you have solved my puzzle. Congratulations. Hey, nice. <laughs> we, 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 I don't we know if I felt like success, because I'll be honest, I was kind of just... I was bouncing off the clues, like not bouncing off as in I had a problem with them, more just sort of like a like a pinball. Uh, <laughs> I had no idea what we were doing. I kind of knew why we were doing each action, but but not any any kind of larger picture. But you know, <laughs> hey, if it's success, it's success. Let's, <laughs> you let's go, go to uh, to lost. Uh, wait, was he from? I can't remember where Cthulhu's from. Uh, oh no, this but this isn't Cthulhu, of course. So this is uh, Cthulhu, Birmingham. <laughs> yeah. Cthulhu. <laughs> But by Jove, as you did it through internet connections and all kinds of other horrors, we uh, we bloody got through it. So I will swiftly take us home. So that's it for this episode. Come join us next week at the Cosmic Horror. We will have a drink and a little chat about the room, what we just did. If you enjoyed this episode, then please leave us a review on your podcasting platform of choice or get in touch with us via Facebook or Twitter. We want to hear all the lovely things that you think about us uh, and if you're on Spotify we now have uh, Q&As on the podcast as well so every episode will have a little question for you to answer so please go and interact with us and I promise to say lovely things about you too we love you lots and we'll see you next week on the Infinite Escape Room bye 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 <laughs>